0: The Those Guys with Ships show is brought to you by Engine. Create your free community website at enjin.com.
1: Gentlemen, we have a very somber bit of information to discuss here. Mm-hmm. One of our own has been caught yet again going above and beyond, and this time he has finally got what he has long had coming to him. Okay. Just desserts. Just desserts, gentlemen. Anyone guess what I'm talking about? Oh, I can.
0: Brownies? <laughs> I mean, just desserts.
2: <laughs> brownies are good just desserts. Brownies yeah, are good desserts. I mean, I'm just saying.
0: I mean, you asked me to guess,
1: so oh, okay. Well, well, thank you. Is uh, duly noted. Um, we want to give a huge shout out and a hearty congratulations to our friend Paladin Dietrich, who uh, is now officially. Uh, it's been about a week now, I think, is officially a contributor, an official contributor to Imperial News Network. So. Yeah. Okay. congratulations!
0: Yay. I'm glad he finally found a place for his long, long <laughs> analyses. Instead of being lost somewhere in the verse cast forms, now it looks pretty uh, and is an actual article. Congratulations, Dietrich! You have you you've moved into the big time. <laughs> you graduated. I'm <laughs> I'm glad he moved forward with that because I know that he was, um,
2: you know, not sure if he wanted to do it. Um, I know that he was thinking that, you know, he, he felt that it may um, limit his posting in, in the TGWS forums. And I know we had kind of all encouraged him, you know, if you have a voice and you want to share that voice, then you should get it out there. And mm-hmm. INN is, you know, is looking for people with unique voices. So I'm, I'm really happy that he decided to go forward with it. Yes, no, absolutely.
0: Yeah. So What's he, that? Dietrich might po- post less in the TGWS forum? <laughs>
2: Yeah, probably not.
0: I'll I, believe it when I see yeah, it.
2: Yeah, I don't think that that's a valid concern,
0: but it was a concern. So.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm happy for him. I mean, that's a good – it gets his uh, – you know, it, our, exactly that, lengthy analyses off to a wider audience. Well,
0: yeah. And I yeah. – I, looking at the article, I like that it's a – that there's format to it now. Part of the problem I have with the Itrix post sometimes is that they are just exhaustively long. Dense. And they don't – and because they're like it's like a single forum post – you don't know. There's nothing to catch your eye and to sort of separate where things are. Mm-hmm. This this article is fantastic. Like you, you can read all the, like there's like uh, there's a great transition between paragraphs and points, and I love mm-hmm. reading the way that they read. I, I think it's a, a fantastic fit. And where you, did he
2: get that picture of me with that gigantic weapon? And
0: how can I don't remove <laughs> Is that an M two four nine with a giant backpack?
2: That is a
3: yes. That's definitely a saw, and that is definitely a belt feed. Yeah, that's actually the spot. Yeah, you can put a. Uh, a normal, well, you I mean you put a normal thirty round magazine in that? They tend to jam a lot when you do, but yeah. So I don't know how well the belt feed would work. I, I mean, I suppose would be okay, but I mean, it's just like anything else when you you put the uh, the. Uh, I mean, it's a belt fed weapon anyway, so it just sits underneath. I, mean, I say, it say it it you know, usually it's worse than,
0: than, than the than a bag. Yeah, yeah. A bag I mean, I guess. I mean,
3: depending yeah. on, I don't. I mean, I've never seen someone hook up what what arguably looks like some kind of minigun. You know, feeding system it looks like a minigun
0: or something. Uh, a yeah. the loading mechanism for like uh, the uh, the gau cannons on the on the uh, uh, warthog. Yeah. So I don't know. Bomb. I mean, I've never that seen someone do that. I guess they probably have
3: a seven sixty two. So ton,
2: no. Yeah.
0: Well, it's all bullets. Yeah. To give you an idea, <laughs> looks like,
3: um, it, and bullets. now I'm sure someone's going to tell me I'm wrong because it's been a few years. I believe when I carried the saw, I think it's something like thirteen pounds, if I'm not mistaken, empty. And then for a 200-round um, uh, box, I think it was about 7 pounds. So I think it came out to, yeah, it should come out well, maybe it was 14. I think, seem to recall somewhere around 20, 21 pounds.
0: But that's uh, got to be at least, like, a, on your arm. At least two boxes. Yeah, that's boxes yeah. Oh, that's that that's looks. a lot more. I
3: mean, a 200-round 200 200 round you know, box mag, you know, where you just flip the belt over. I mean, it's relatively... Relatively heavy. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, and having you usually carry extra ammo in your backpack. You might have one on the side of your arm or your um, uh, vest or something like that. Then maybe a couple in your day pack or something like that. Just your, your field pack. But uh, yeah, it's it's not light. It's really heavy. Uh, carrying that thing around is is you know not fun. Yeah. But shooting it is awesome. So it totally makes up for it. <laughs> yeah.
1: I will uh, I will link uh, uh, I will link this article uh, Dietrich's uh, first article uh, in the show notes. Um, but uh, So anyway, go check it out. It's very, very cool. We're very, very happy for him. And so there you have it.
0: Is it true that a rifleman will carry a second barrel for one of those things for prolonged firing?
3: Yeah, I mean, you're supposed to. Most people ditch it. I mean, you can fire, you can fire like a thousand rounds through that thing without really needing to change. It depends on whether you're firing at cyclic, which means you're just basically holding down the trigger and firing as fast as you can. Uh, that'll heat it up pretty quick. But yeah, you have any, yeah, it comes with an extra barrel as part of the kit. You're supposed to change it out, you know, frequently-ish, but yeah, no, I, don't, I, I didn't know anyone that did.
1: All right. The more you know. The more you know. It's true. Today is February 6th, 2947, and you are tuned to episode number 139 of our show, We Are Those Guys With Ships, and this is the Versecast, our Star Citizen gaming community podcast. We wouldn't eat that with a 10-foot pole
3: said nobody what? ever. It's true.
1: What? <laughs> no, there, there's a guy, I found him on the internet. He said it.
2: Oh damn. I, I want to go to the all you can eat place that makes you eat all you can eat with a pole so I can get the shirt that said I did eat that with a ten foot pole. It's
3: kinda like a Brazilian barbecue. <laughs> Usually they put those well, on the large skewers. That's kinda like it's not every day
0: <laughs> it's not every day an X K C D comic happens to coincide with the podcast, but there you go. That that was today's today's comic Check the, uh, oh, the, oh, the right. feed. All you can eat.
3: Well, that's actually uh, very pertinent to our conversation. Oh, it is, it is it, relevant,
0: there, totally.
1: There, there you go. Very nice. All right. So, guys, more shocking news. My true identity and purpose in your world has been revealed. This
2: is truly terrifying.
3: <laughs> yep. <laughs>
1: oh,
2: that link, yeah. Oh.
3: Everyone is... First off, what are we watching? Uh, I saw...
0: Is, I, I, I actually watched the trailer. It looks about as as y as Grindhouse was. Mm-hmm. It, it has some of that. It's, it's a Soviet... Uh, or not Soviet. God, Russian... <laughs>
1: Uh, uh, film, so um, I think it's it's got um, it's got some of that kind of uh, Eastern European flavor to it. But anyway, it's not a film yet because they're they're still trying to make it. But it is uh, tentatively titled "Bullets of Justice," and it's on Indiegogo. I will link. Uh, uh, the uh, the Indiegogo page and also the trailer uh, on the YouTubes, but uh, this was brought to our attention. So credit and or blame uh, goes to our good friend Mister Turd Ferguson, uh, who exposed me and made everyone feel a little bit uh, a little bit queasy at the same time. Um, and you know I would have gotten away with it too if it hadn't been for that meddling turd. <laughs>
0: Why am I not surprised that the person that brought this to our attention was Turd Ferguson?
1: Yeah. So anyway, um, uh, I am, in fact, Mr. Muzzle, and I have traveled here from your future to, well, I'm not really sure why, because I wasn't around for that part of the (laughs) pre-mission briefing, but all I know is that it is Bullets of Justice, um, and I I will also post these pictures, because uh, the reason that this came to uh, Turd's attention was that the character, one of the characters in this movie, bears a very strong resemblance to my character in Grand Theft Auto Online. So,
2: I am terrified. You are like the nicest person like I know, and I, I just—we'll talk more about this later. But I just rolled a character in GTA, and I've never—I pl- played GTA One back in like two thousand, so it's—I've never played GTA, and mm-hmm. <clears throat> I, I rolled a character. And everyone's like, "Oh, yeah, Gleep is not uh, is 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 not Gleep in this game. He is, <laughs> he is something something else entirely." And I'm like, "I don't know how I feel about hanging out with all my friends in a Westworld type scenario." And they're just like, "Yeah, Gleep's uh is interesting." And uh, looking at this picture, <laughs> I would uh, I would agree.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm I am still. I mean, I'm a, a character of medicine. I'm inzo- involved with pharmaceuticals
0: so uh that's that's kind
1: of the same thing you know, so yeah.
0: I like that you the you you, you uh, your euphemism for drug dealer is a character of medicine like he's like <laughs> like uh a medicine woman but he's a
3: friendly
2: drug dealer
0: <laughs> He's gonna show up and save the dog no I like to that's uh, not at all what's going on here
2: I like to think of gleep as um i like to think of gleep as like the Hollywood doctor or or the or the mobster I do doctor feel good yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you know, he's he's got a veneer of 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 being a good guy, and he's a certified doctor. But he's like when you go to get your medical marijuana license, that doctor's a little k-
1: kooky sometimes. A little crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I will uh, I will post all of this stuff. Uh, please do avoid it if at all possible.
3: All right. So uh, is guys, it, I think you probably mentioned that it's completely NSFW. Do not open this around yeah, would, other people. I,
1: yes Yes. this is not oh yeah well no the video yeah the the trailer yeah 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 yeah. yeah, got Jane Trejo
3: in it though so legit yeah I know all you should know legit but seriously for all of like seven seconds yeah watch (laughs) it watch it in the bathroom when you're contemplating (laughs) things (laughs) on your break (sighs) on your
2: break and I'm not in sure. In front of your boss. I'm not sure why that really hot chick has such a, a handsome Must, and, and, and robust mustache.
3: It's a mustachio. It That's definitely a mustachio.
2: <laughs>
3: the first time I was like, girl, guy, girl, 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 guy, girl, guy,
0: <laughs> a shim. It's just, yeah.
1: a, just
3: a,
2: a hot chick with a yeah.
1: Tom Selleck like mustache. Beautiful. Exactly. <laughs> Bushy.
0: It's Tom Selleck like. And
1: you can't tell that it's glued on at all. No. No. no delicious no, no. black porn stash. That is. It is. Just mm-hmm. right That's there. It, it is. Yeah. I love me a good B movie. Mm. All right. So, well, guys, let's talk about the show. Um, we have. Uh, to this point, normally we've been doing two of them. We've been doing the first cast, which has been our official news and information show, and then also the Those Guys With Ship" show, which is our gaming community podcast. So we've been talking about this a little bit behind the scenes. Uh, so as of late, uh, it feels to me uh, like there is um, there's a, a lot... There's not a lot of new news and/or information to discuss, and I'm not saying that there's nothing there, but um, I'm just saying that it's feeling a bit thin and repetitive. And I'm absolutely not saying that that's a bad thing. In fact, it could be a really good thing. We may be at a point in the development process where uh, less to talk about means that more is getting done. Um, I don't, I don't know, but you know, glass half full. I, you know, sure, why not? Um, so, uh, what do you guys think uh, about the? Because um, you know, I, I think back to. Uh, you know a year ago or so when you know we had uh, Lisa Ohanian doing ship shape every week and we would get you know cool new images of, of ships that were coming up for either concept sale or were in in the you know working their way through the pipeline um, and so i that that's kind of you know what i'm i'm looking back on uh, and remembering fondly and then the stuff that we're getting now is is different i'm not saying it's bad stuff but it just it feels like there's less stuff that when I see it, is I don't get that feeling of oh my god, we got to talk about this on the show.
0: Yeah, well, well, and go ahead, Ace. I had the same feeling about uh, when uh, when it came to stuff like um, what was it uh, uh, the the destroyed Idris like that mm-hmm. blew me away. Like yeah. I just like we got to talk about this. This just like this lights up the imagination. But yeah, the last last couple of weeks. Uh, and and the last like couple of weeks of ATV before like on their run up to um, CitizenCon had mm-hmm. that same sort of like man have you been watching the latest episodes of ATV they're 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 like really like uh, like really good stuff we gotta we gotta check on check up on that stuff that sounds awesome but it seems like after CitizenCon they've just sort of like for the most part. Close down some of that, and they're just like they It seems like they're. It seems like they're very busy, but they are less uh, concerned with uh, wowing fans with content at the moment.
2: Well, I think I think the thing is that, like you know, for the longest time, we've been very excited about a lot of the uh, in concept stuff. There's been a lot of conversations about the concept of the game. And a lot of those concepts are starting to come to fruition, so it's kind of in a way we've. I think we've, we would all agree that to some extent we kind of feel like we're rehashing. Like for example, AI. You know, we've had mm-hmm. many, many, many discussions on AI, and um, the conversations that are happening now in CIG are more technical. It's not. This is what we would like to do, isn't this cool? It's this is what we're doing, and here's the technical guts of it, which can be a bit tedious to talk about on a show.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, for not for this show, because I mean, that's not that's not our jam, you know. I mean, that's there are are are, are other guys that you know, like tech talk type guys. That they just go to town and stuff like that, and you know, I don't tend to listen to shows like that. You know, be it you know, video games or, or whatever, you know, what other kind of technology, uh, any sciency science stuff. But um, it's, that's just not that's not really that's not why I'm here, and right. I kind of get the idea that that's not why you guys are here either.
2: Well, and and to be clear, you know, we're not not talking about Star Citizen anymore. I think we're just changing no! the format up to be a little bit more conversational. There was no, no, a no. time there was a time when we would go with the Versecast show where we would go bullet by bullet by. Bullet. And discuss um, different segments of the news. And I think now it's gotten to the point where, you know, we find one aspect of the game and we really enjoy talking about that. And we can talk about that easily for a half hour, 45 minutes, uh, mm-hmm. or, or 12 hours. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I think moving the format, you know, keeping, the, I think the thing that people like the most about our shows is that we're very conversational. You know, we're very much like, you know, people have said this, like, you know, having a beer with your buddy at a bar. And so I think that as the game is starting to firm up, as the information that was in concept is now slowly working its way into practice, it makes sense that we would, rather than covering all of the news, cover bits that we find the most interesting and talk about those in detail
1: right well because we 've always said we 're not a news show've we, ne- we never have been a news show we 've talked about the stuff that comes uh, the in our official content show right we 've talked about the stuff that has come out from CIG that we thought was ex- so, was really cool. And, uh, and that we felt compelled to talk about, you know, like we wanted to share it with each other and with our friends, um, which is different than reporting the news, where you have, you know, you, you want to some extent be comprehensive in uh, communicating to folks uh, the information that has, has been released and, you know, you know, formulating it in, in, a, in a way that uh, is easy to understand and, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We don't do that. We don't no. do that. We're, we're, we we're a gaming community. We're a Star Citizen gaming community, and that's... You know, that's why we're here.
2: We are not comprehensive.
1: No, but we do bring no. <laughs> buckets of interesting insight. It's true. That
3: may or may <laughs> not pertain to the, to the topic on hand at all, which is I, mean, I think is no fantastic.
1: Facts. No facts at all.
3: No, no facts. Zero facts in this entire Unencumbered opinion. Unencumbered
1: by the thought process.
3: Exactly. Yes. Yeah, no, I think, uh, you know, it, it makes sense. There hasn't been... And the other thing, too, is, you know, bringing ship shape is a good example, when that show, when they made that show, I remember when they first started doing it, and when they actually, you know, actually got things rolling on that, and it was really something because we were getting no information about any ships. It was at a point mm-hmm. in time when when the pipeline was very, very much being, in, you know, in progress and being developed. And now they have the ship pipeline down to the point where they're, you know, they're pumping them out in a couple months. Mm-hmm. Um, from I mean, from concept to in the game type of thing. So. That makes a huge difference. They can show us, you know, I mean, how many, how many, how many uh, bits have we already seen on the Cutlass Black rework? Mm -hmm. I mean, what half a dozen? Probably, we've probably seen over fifty pictures or so. We've had, and we've already had, you know, you know, rather lengthy. uh, uh, segment on, I think, a couple of them now. So, you know, mm-hmm. that type of thing, you don't really need the ship shape. You don't need that kind of stuff. We're getting so much information that is kind of, but but, but it's, it's kind of old news. Like, hey, yeah, cool, black, you know, cutless black, did you see the pictures? Right, right. Sure did. Looks cool. Can't wait to see it. Alright, moving
0: well, on. And
2: and I you don't know. think anybody wants a whole show about us discussing the, the pros and cons of regional servers. No, no. which,
0: no. I don't know. There is probably some, yeah. some section somewhere? of yeah. our, our group that would be like, yes, Talk about ack and sin packets and tick rates and well okay well you know what
3: <laughs> then we will in just a minute thanks guys
1: maybe you should read the show notes jeez so anyway uh, you know that you know kind of being my perspective and you know kind of life being life uh, I you know I opted this time to not plow through what is out there with the idea of uh, of harvesting a certain amount of official content to discuss. Um, so instead, I just, you know, I focused on the stuff that um, um, I found interesting, you know, and, and I, was, I was thinking about, you know, what is the stuff that's interesting? What holds my attention? Oftentimes, it's the stuff that the, the, uh, the five of us, including John, are texting back and forth to each other during the week. You know, it's like, oh, my God, did you see this? Oh, my God, did you see that? You know, because, you know, we are, you know, a, a sample of our community, and I, I think that, that that's useful uh, information that uh, these are the things that we're sharing with each other, and these are the things that we uh, that we are are we care about. And so I thought, that, you know, instead of, of trying to uh, to make uh, silk purses out of sow's ears, <laughs> you see, what I did there. Wow, um, sow <laughs> in, 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 uh, GTA. Um, instead, you know, talk about the stuff that we're already talking about and share that with with our our, our community, uh, our show community. So. So if that makes some sense to you guys, uh, what we're going to do this time is just talk about some stuff uh, that I have uh, I have uh, scratched down here on this paper. And uh, some of it's official, some of it isn't. Uh, and we'll keep our eye on the clock. And when it's time to take a break, uh, we're going to do that. Uh, then Mark is fired. Um, Bye, Mark. Bye, um, Mark. And, and then we'll have a, a short potty break. And when we come back, uh, we'll talk about some more or all the rest of it. And then we'll, uh, we'll release a show. And then next week, we'll release another show. How's that?
3: Sounds good. I'm not really fired, by the way. <laughs> I just, I just have, I have my parents in town, and they're sleeping. So probably going till one is not the best idea for me at this point.
1: No, no, no. We yeah. really, really. I mean, all this. Let's take a moment, and step back, and thank Mark uh, officially for, for uh, he's on the east coast, and, and the uh, us other three were all on the west coast, and so Mark uh, has uh, has stayed up into the wee hours. Uh, Every every time that we uh, record, and uh, we really really appreciate that. And um, uh, so we've, we're kind of switching things around a little bit here to make it easier for him to continue to participate because uh, we can't imagine a life without Mark being here. How's that? Oh, that's I like wow. it.
3: Wow, good little teary that's there. It's true. Some, some bro hugs going on or something. I don't know.
1: <laughs> All right. So well, let's talk about something. Let's let's talk about regional servers. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Speaking of regional
3: service. in mouth. Oh, ace. <laughs> It'd be better if it wasn't so it, the first time, but it, it literally it's been I mean what probably every every other episode I'd say I managed I to pull that one off. It's pretty, it's pretty <laughs> impressive. So Bradley. we
1: got we got a, the the weekly newsletter that uh, Chris has been sending out every week, and I and I like it. I mean it, I, I like him doing that once a week. I, I feel I feel more connected to him that way. Uh, but uh, so the, uh, the, the bit of information that, that made me go, hey, uh, out of this most recent uh, uh, communique was that the regional servers have been moved up from 2.6.2 to 2.6.1. Um, and uh, they are, um, uh, so that's going to be in the next patch. And so there are going to be servers, right now there are only servers in Virginia. And so there are going to be servers in North America, Europe, and Australia. So I'm I'm assuming the North American ones are going to still stay in Virginia. Uh, So what this means to the the greater Star Citizen community is that everybody except Amontillado... May see significantly better pings. Now, does, does that does that include us?
2: Because we're because uh, I don't know how servers work in any capacity.
1: No, um, no, no, no.
2: It does. So that does, doesn't really affect us. Anybody in, in uh, the North
1: US. America? Uh, not really. Right, no. Anybody in North America? Right. Yeah. Okay. No, no. I just I just wanted to mention Amontillado because uh, he I was talking to him about this last night, and he uh, he he enjoys a ping usually in single digits, which Ouch. Is, <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because he camps on top of the server farm. He lives there. Yes. I mean, the, he's he's in Virginia as well, and uh, so he is.
0: I like to figure that he just like, he just rents space above it. Mm-hmm. Just like comes downstairs every now and then, just watches the servers hum. If by rent space
3: you mean um, lives in a shanty above one of the heat dissipating fans that shoots up all the air, yes, <laughs> that would be correct. Mm, that is warm. a horrifying yes. mental image. Think about that, right? It's like right on top yeah. of a heat stack, just like sitting there. <laughs>
1: yes. So, yes, Virginia, your pings will remain small. So, that was good. I thought that was a useful bit of information there to uh, bring to the show. Um, Then uh, we got also the uh, updated production schedule report uh, as of the 3rd, so last Friday. Uh, No change to the 2.6.1 aim date. It remains uh, February 16th, so it's going to be a week from this coming Thursday. No dates for 3.0 yet, and uh, nothing at all about Squadron 42. So, that's sort of...
2: We're gonna see. of the course. We're gonna see, see another patch too, aren't we? We're gonna see a, a two point six point two. Right, correct. That's gonna bring in a few more um, fixes, and then I believe
1: some additional content. I'm not. No, I. I don't know um, what actually is supposed to be in it. Um, I've. Um, I. I believe the mega map is supposed to be in there. Yes. If that's. If it's not in two point six point one. Yes, the mega uh, map
3: was the big thingamajig.
1: For 2. 2. six point one
3: 3. the two point 2. 2. two okay okay. Uh, However, the, having said that, I'm looking at it right now and it says work is now complete and is in with QA. Mm-hmm. So mayhaps I'm wrong.
1: Mayhaps. Yeah. So maybe who knows what they're going to put in in uh, six point two, um, but uh, uh, I guess that the mega map is going to help with transitions uh, and and loading. So that that should be cool, and then. Um, it does, now, does does MegaMap ha- also have something to do, uh, to do with Netcode too? I don't uh,
3: remember. I, one of them did. They were planning on putting in a portion of that uh, serialized uh, Net hujimadu that people make a big deal about. It's supposed to help
1: somewhat. StarNet or Net Star. StarNet. Star StarNet. Um, um, uh, yeah, it's in it a StarNet. But anyway, um, but. Because I and I, I thought I heard somebody saying something to the effect, and this makes sense, that uh, the change uh, from uh, 2.6 to 3.0 is so huge uh, from a network perspective that it would make some sense to uh, put some part of that in during the process of, of ramping up to the 3.0 release, uh, rather than dumping the entire network solution um, uh, in there at one time. So sure, that makes sense. I think we can yeah. all buy that. We'll, we'll we we shall see. So. All right, and speaking of 3.0 and the 2.6.1 patch, um, something that made me laugh. And uh, before we get started, any Elite Dangerous or No Man's
0: Sky fans, leave the room. (laughs) Weep, you are a disturbed individual.
1: I saw this. I, I, I hurt myself. I hurt myself. So anyway, um, I'm sure everyone, uh, if they don't know it by name, they know it by sight. Uh, the, um, the movie Downfall with Bruno Ganz playing uh, Hitler uh, in the uh, final days of uh, Nazi Germany uh, in the bunker, uh, that, that famous bunker in Berlin. Um, so uh, a few years ago, uh, people started, uh, actually, I, g- I guess it's been about 10 years ago now, that people started making uh, parodies of, of, uh, of one particular scene in which they changed the subtitles to fit a variety of different situations. And so there is one for 2.6, uh, the 2.6 release and... Uh, and um, uh, disappointment, shall we say, uh, Hitler's disappointment with uh, information about 3.0. So um, I will. Um, uh, well, I'm not going to link it. You got. You, if, you, if you're interested, uh, you can just uh, um, you can just uh, uh, Google uh, Hitler reacts to Star Citizen 2.6, and uh, uh, you can find that on the YouTubes. But what I liked about this um, is that um, the uh, the parody is like like I say, it's sort of it's a nostalgia thing for me um, because you know it was it was back in the day. I remember the one in particular that I found uh, really funny at the time was uh, it was a release of some Apple product. And it was supposed to have a camera or something like that. And um, you were supposed to be able to order one version online and one version you had to go to the store. And anyway, um, um, Hitler got confused and hilarity ensued. So there you have it. But... If you take a little step back, if you take a little step back and uh, and listen to these concerns, because they're all this is all real current stuff, real current concerns um, that uh, that uh, he is complaining about. Um, and if you uh, coming out coming out of Bruno Gahn's Hitler, um, these you know it kind of puts it puts the uh, the things that uh, uh, some folks in the community are uh, are demanding are issues that need an immediate response. It kind of puts those into perspective. At least it did for me. So.
3: I think so. The Aurora I would like comment to was hilarious. To point out, <laughs> so.
0: I would like just to point out that uh, you are um, nostalgic for an internet meme, Gleep. I, just just that you mentioned that you were nostalgic for a particular mm-hmm. Downfall Hitler parody video. Well, just, you know, that's... The
1: times we live in. Well, you know, I was there when Al Gore invented the internet, so... It's true, you were.
0: It's a series of tubes. <laughs> it was.
1: It was, it, you know, because, you know, it started off with those pneumatic tubes where you put a piece of paper in the thing. and That, Yeah, that was the original Internet. I was there. Um, and then also uh, in the, you know how when you bring up a YouTube video, then you get that column down the right hand side of the screen that shows you other videos mm-hmm. you might be interested in. And then you in.
3: wander YouTubes for hours. Exactly.
1: Yes. <laughs> oh, no. I'm in the weird part of YouTube. Help. <laughs> yes. So there's another one in there where um, uh, uh, Hitler's reaction to, <clears throat> we'll just call him Voldemort. Voldemort's comments post Gamescom 2016. I, I got a chuckle out of that one as well. So he who shall not be named uh, uh, got his. Got named? He, got, he did. He, got, he did, actually. Yes. He did so um, check it out or don't. Uh, this is just what made me laugh this week because I work really, really long hours. Okay, um, so we did have regular shows, and so we do, we do want to acknowledge that. Um, I think last time uh, we mentioned the uh, ATV with the Engineering Intelligence, uh, or it was ATV Engineering Intelligence, and it uh, uh, featured uh, PU Director Tony Zervek and Lead AI Programmer Francisco... Um, Francisco... Zuruchy I think
3: is what they said it was something like Agusenheit. that. <laughs> um
1: and they discussed yes indeed AI. So um, and, and, you know and it's you know this is kind of what I'm talking about is like you know yes there's another amazing Tony Zervek interview. It's like I you know I I can't I can't discuss that, you know? I mean it's just like I got I got to watch it and and just you know kind of nod my head and go yeah I, I feel good now. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> but I can't about talk right. about it. Yeah. So um, Star Citizen Happy Hour. Um, that was the uh, the the no 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 not not the the Happy Hour was is is not new. Uh, that was with Josh Sherman uh, Disco and and uh, Tyler. That replaced uh,
0: reverse the verse,
1: didn't Correct, it? Correct, right. They were joined, joined. Disco and Tyler were. They were joined by art director Josh Herman and community streamer Bristol Boy eighty eight. And have you, have you
0: guys been watching this at all? Yeah, I actually. I miss RTV. Yeah,
3: I actually have been. I, uh, it turns out it starts about a good time at work, usually on a Friday when I stop wanting to do anything,
1: mm-hmm. um, and my computer's <laughs> faced
3: away from everyone else in the office, so no one really has any idea what I'm doing. Uh, mm. It could be cat videos. Turns out it's uh, Star Citizen happy hour. So uh, yeah, well, no, it's actually pretty informative. Uh, you know, kind of. Do, do you want me to go into detail? I mean, I can. Sure, 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 absolutely. Yeah, if, if you haven't watched it, I suggest giving it a try. With something, watch one of the ones that has someone you think might be interesting to listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, you, know, you certainly want, wouldn't want to pick like someone that does the music if you don't really care about music. You know, you want to pick someone that has like a, a you know, something that's interesting to hear about. And then what they do is uh, Tyler and um, Jared kind of steer the conversation if need be. They'll they'll ask a few questions to the uh, you know to whatever you know whatever discipline. The person happens to be in uh, to kind of help kind of, you know, get some, get some conversation going and they also check the forums or I think uh, probably, you know, some of the chat things or something on those lines, I think a Twitch chat for, you know, questions that have to do with their job. And then also whoever they're streaming with has first dibs on any kind of questioning as well. Um, so, it, and then you kind of, you know, you know, spurs conversations on about, you know, what they're doing, you know, how they're doing stuff. Um you know, for Josh Herman it was obviously a lot of the art um things kind of what you know what his challenges were what what he's found out interesting and uh, Bristol Boy 88 actually did a great job you know asking some really pertinent questions uh so that was good but then mm-hmm. all during this what they're doing is doing ridiculous things i think on this one they were all wandering around the uh, uh big Benny's henge if i'm not mistaken mistaken oh, okay. um, yeah Jared managed to find it with nothing else with, like with no uh road maps he just went straight there which was pretty impressive really um, but, you know, I mean, that, that sort of thing. Uh, so, you know, not a bad little hour. If you, you know, have something else to do, you can kind of just half pay attention. You know, it's generally what I do, and it's, it's, it's pretty good.
1: Okay, okay. Um, so then we got uh, Citizens of the Stars. Now, this is the new episode that is happening, or the new uh, uh, feature that is happening on Mondays. Uh, so the first episode was a week ago today. And uh, the official introduction uh, goes as follows. Welcome to Citizens of the Stars, our new weekly program exclusively about you, the Star Citizen community. Whether through bug reports, on the issue council, feedback on the forums, or the creation of content inspired by the game, Star Citizen is only possible because of the community. Citizens of the Stars not only highlights these contributions, but also puts a dev in the hot seat for a round of Quantum Questions! Which addresses some fun facts about the dev and game, hosted by Disco and Disco. Uh, what was that? Hosted by Disco, uh, community members uh, featured this uh, that in that show uh, included West Sage, uh, who mocked up a Carrick Bridge in Google SketchUp, so that was pretty cool. And then uh, Ben Lesnik answered uh, some questions in a in the Quantum Questions segment, and then uh, they had uh, five MVPs. Uh, as presented to us by Tyler Whitkin. And um, I'm still thinking they should have used our beautiful harmonizing as the theme song, but then uh,
0: not everybody agrees with that. Which I, is agree. The, uh, I agree with 100 The quantum questions segment was uh, a little rough. I, I found it a little rough.
3: It was, I don't know, I don't think it was that rough. I mean, you know... I Ben is a very sincere guy, so you can tell sometimes yes. sometimes he gets he gets flustered when Disco tries to throw him, you know, some kind of you know, goofy, you know, whatever he does and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, but I, I think he did an excellent job, really. I mean, it was mm-hmm. just a silly, it was a two-minute segment, I think is what that is. Mm-hmm. It was too bad. Well,
0: so, I have to ask, if we end up uh, sh- uh, you know, TGWS being honored or mentioned in Citizen of the Stars, does that we pack it up and go home? A la the, the Thanks Obama meme? Just like pack it up. All right, we're done. We've we reached peak Star Citizen at this point. I think
3: so. I mean, we were uh, mentioned in you the, uh, the weekly I thing I don't, I don't.
0: Yeah, we were mentioned there once. You know, and
1: you you want to be appreciative about that stuff, but um, um, I don't know about you guys. That's never been a goal for me. Oh, yeah, I don't. I'm, I, I'm not. I don't. It doesn't. Uh, that. I mean, it's nice to be recognized, and if folks, uh, you know, I I'm more I'm more um, humbled and. Uh, um, appreciative of uh, some of the applications that we get you know. Oh, I
0: only meant it in a tongue-in-cheeks uh, uh, idea, only because uh, when um, Obama p- posted the Thanks Obama video on YouTube of him like trying to dunk a cookie in, in a glass of milk and he couldn't do it said, oh. Thanks Obama the Thanks Obama uh, Reddit form just closed they're like, alright, we've reached peak meme <laughs> can't peak go any further Obama.
3: <laughs> can't possibly go further
0: <laughs>
1: Well, let's let's uh, burn that bridge when we get there. Um, and, but although uh, I, I think interesting what you said about Ben Lesnick, he is um, Ben Lesnick is the nicest person on the planet. So um, and he also plays GTA Five.
3: So why is he not in the the uh, now, that that <laughs>
0: syndicate? Is something
3: that we
1: need to uh,
3: pursue. whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, all right. Did you Those show him your pig face? Maybe that'll get him in. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I love his, uh, his playthroughs, this occasional playthroughs of um, Wing Commander. Mm-hmm. Those are always really interesting to watch. You know, I have yet mm-hmm.
3: to watch one of those. Someone else was saying it's fantastic. They are worth
0: doing it, if for no other reason than the history and information about Wing Commander that you find out from him. Oh man, that'd, that'd be, be oh, yeah. amazing.
1: Well, they're hours long, aren't they? Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. Well, it's, you know, it's, it's like every once in a while at work, like I'll, I'll sometimes catch these live streams like the, the AGDQ, the um, Summer Games Done Quick, or, or uh, where they do like, streams of people, you know, speedrunning games. Mm-hmm. And so whenever he does one of these, like, we're going to play Wing Commander 2, secret missions. And, and it's like, all right, well, I'll tune in for some of that while I'm, you know, I'll be working on tickets. And it's like listening to him, like, playing through a mission and describing, like, how it was programmed and, like, the, the behind the scenes of how they were how they were made. And uh, little quirks about running them on the systems that they were running on originally and how that's changed since then And it's just every time I've watched one of those, it's been absolutely endlessly fascinating. Yeah, Hmm. he's
1: uh, he's a font of of information.
0: All right, Um, we then this
1: week uh, uh, ATV we have or not this week last last week actually uh, the music of Squadron Forty Two and this episode was hosted by Sandy and Josh Herman and it featured Jeff Zanelli uh, plus others who are involved in all the amazing musics we are looking forward to enjoying in Squadron Forty Two and beyond. and yeah, it, it's amazing. The music is absolutely amazing, um, and it's like I don't know how many how many times I can watch something that tells me this is amazing. You know, <laughs> I, I get it. It's amazing. I mean, and I'm not I'm not saying it's like bad or anything. I mean, it's just it's sort of like more amazing. You know, this is that like uh, putting ketchup I, on a I've hamburger. Never... You really
3: can't have too much. What is that type of thing?
1: <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I
0: mean, you might regret it later.
1: Yeah. So I mean, but it was you know it was focused around uh, not really the technical aspect of it, but you know uh, talking to the creative folks about their creative process and you know a little bit about their personal histories and you know yeah genius guy you know person with like a real skill you know I I cannot relate to you, sir. I'm sorry, Um, but I'm looking forward to playing your game.
0: (laughs) Do you just watch in stunned amazement? Yeah, yeah, and feel bad about myself. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) <laughs>
3: I have no talents. Oh. I can't
0: sing. I can't play an instrument. Group hug.
3: Um, group group. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yes, hug the pig. Uh, right. I gotta say, the music is the thing that interests me. One of the things that interests me the most, and it's always been absolutely, always been one of the standout things for Star Citizen. Mm-hmm. Right, you know, from the point oh eight, uh, like like the menu music to loading in, mm-hmm. always, always been. Uh, Pedro Camacho has always done a fantastic job, and these guys seem like they're no slouches either. So oh, yeah. I'm I'm definitely excited to see what comes as far as music goes. I mean, do you guys ever think about when Squadron 42 comes out? What are you going to do?
1: I mean, play it, play uh, yeah.
2: Squadron 42. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> but yeah. I mean, like how? I mean, are you going to, are you, is that going to be all that you do? How many times are you going to play it through? Are you going to play it through one time, like really, really fast, and then you know, come back to it a month later? Or are you going to just Ooh. play it constantly, replay missions? Uh, what, what do you anticipate?
3: That's really going to depend on how the game is set up. He said and he yes. mentioned it kind of a little more opener, kind of pick your way through it. The games like that, I would tend to spend a ridiculous amount of time doing basically everything I can in the first playthrough. Mm-hmm. Be, knowing that I will never go back and play it again, no matter my intentions to do so.
0: Oh, really? It just
3: never happens. I never play games the se- you know a second time through uh, single player. So it, I'm it, still doing Mass yeah.
0: Effect playthroughs. Yeah. No matter
3: how many times I try to do it, uh, it never happens. Uh, so mm-hmm. I just I try to maximize my enjoyment the first time through, knowing that I'll just never do it.
1: Wow. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah. There you go. That surprises me.
1: What if, what if they? What if they introduced co-op play? Because remember, for a while they were talking about we were going to be able to do co-op. Play. Oh sure. Well, that, that's
3: a little different. Though. Oh yeah. Then it's not a single-player game. Then it's him going to hang out with my friends, and we're going to do some stuff. And yeah, maybe I'll go through one of his playthroughs with him, or you know, whatever. Like my little brother's like, yeah, but I only have certain hours to play. I'm like, okay, well, we'll make we'll make do. We'll go together. We'll have a good time. Sure, no problem.
0: I suppose but, it also goes to ask you know, I mean, I suppose this this sort of question is elementary, but it also depends upon how replayable the the game segments are. I mean, mm-hmm. there are segments in something like Call of Duty where the shock and awe when you first play through the segment is most potent during that first playthrough. Sure, right. But yeah. when you go through it for the third or fourth time and it's basically just like an extended cutscene with a couple of button presses, it's less entertaining. Mm-hmm. And and your replayability value disappears. However, something like Halo, there are long stretches of Halo missions that I will go back and play now because the mechanics and the gameplay are just they just feel good. They're just fun to do. Mm-hmm. And I know the you know I know the whole storyline at this point. It's not like I'm playing to glean that extra bit of story. I just I like the game plan. I like the combat. So I'm like, eh, I'm going to play Assault and Control Room today. And mm-hmm. sit down and do that and be like, all right, that was fun. I enjoyed doing that. Yeah. So I'm, I'm hoping that Squadron 42 has like, oh, man, the Defend the Idris mission was a blast. I really like the idea of flying close to an Idris and... Playing support all day long. I'm gonna go do that for a for a day, and even if I've beaten the game eight or nine times, it might be still entertaining and worth doing. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of I'm hoping for that too.
1: All right. Well, um. And then speaking of happy hour, we had one last Friday. It was with Ben Lesnick and Elwyn Bachelor Jr. And so Disco and Ben were joined by uh, QA guy uh, Vinnie Sinatra, and then as we said, uh, Elwin uh, joined, and community streamer Sergeant Gamble. Uh, and what we learned, and I, I guess in each of these uh, happy hours, there's uh, there tend to be you know little nuggets of information that uh, that pop loose um, and travel down the pant leg.
3: <laughs> wow! Like you. Wow! Gross! That's I love that analogy. Well done.
1: Thank you. Well. Well done. So, anyway, what we learned this time is that the next concept sale will be the Hurricane, and it is being concepted by Justin Wirtz. Um, and do we know anything else about it? Um, I've talked to a couple people in chat, and it seems uh, the consensus seems to be that it's going to be uh, sort of a, a glass cannony uh, starter ship. And by mm-hmm. startership, I mean it's something like the Prospector or the. Um, the terrapin, uh, kind of like a starting profession ship.
3: That's not the way it was. The concept, or not the concept. The uh, I did read the info blurb on it whenever whenever they decided of the hurricane,
0: whatever mm-hmm.
3: back in whenever it happened. I'm guessing several years ago. If I remember correctly, it was more along the lines of a beefy gunboat. I mean, with that could take some hits. So it was, oh, okay. yeah, it was supposed to be kind of a uh, you know it's not the fastest thing in the world but man it'll it's a bruiser that type okay. of thing um, and that's the way they left it that's what my understanding was of of what I read uh, was you know it's only a paragraph so you know take what you will from that but uh, that's what are there can,
0: any images of it no
3: no it was literally just you know it's just like all the other ones like they had for the tarap and all those other ones all it was right. just literally a you know a, a you know a single you know what probably four or five sentences at the most. About a ship, and that's what they were going to do, and that was part of the. I'm sure. I'm, I'm assuming it was a it was a uh, stretch goal or something like that at one point, or with a, a lot of other ships, something on those lines. I'm, I don't really know, but I do know that the info blurb was not very large, and it was. Yeah, my understanding was it was a it was a you know lots of guns, tanky kind of kind of thing.
1: Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Okay, I, uh, I wonder. Um, there was no no discussion, I don't think, on how or when it's uh, expected to be released. But it, we haven't had a concept sale since. Uh, I guess I guess it would be the um, the Misk uh, Racer, um, which was was it with the X eighty five? Is that what that is? Um, but it's been a while. It's been a while. The since the
0: we've N- the Indy Car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
1: it's it's been a while since we've had one. So um, uh, we know what the next one's going to be. So yay, there we go for that. Alright, so anyway, oh, and then today, um, Citizens of the Stars, uh, the most recent edition came out, and it uh, the Citizen Spotlight was uh, STL Youngblood for all of his uh, fine videos, um, oh, it's the Razor, that's right, it's the Misk Razor, um, then uh, the uh, uh, there was uh, five uh, five citizens uh, mentioned uh, the Misk Razor, uh, fan teaser by someone named Athigen, uh, Diverse the Verse uh, with guest Tyler Witkin, uh, Star Citizen Custom Box Control by Rovex, and Bar Citizen San Antonio by a whole bunch of folks. And then the MVP was, uh, someone did a write-up in Vanduul language uh, for the keyboard, uh, someone named Gourmand. So, um, that's, uh, that's who's on the show this week. I have not listened to it yet, so I don't know if they came to their senses and began using our music, but... Um, we haven't heard that happened that it didn't
2: disco email me i'll put together a jingle <laughs>
0: totally rock
1: totally rock
2: there's
0: been a lot of uh, vandal language stuff going around on the reddit too like people have been translating stuff putting posts putting sentences Thanks. doing artwork that, that that's really hot on
3: Bored yeah. nerds mm-hmm.
1: get creative mm-hmm. it's true
0: <laughs> they do
1: All right. Well, you know, um, guys, I think, and we talked about this uh, in one of our um, uh, many aforementioned chats, uh, text chats, Uh, IP theft, Um, so um, assets in alpha games, and uh, if there's no harm, uh, how about no foul? So, Mark, uh, you brought this Reddit thread uh, to our attentions. Uh, Would you care to explain all the hubs and the bubs what those are about? (laughs)
3: <laughs> well, let's see. Um, I, I know it kind of makes sense to put this in focus. So I'm going to hop ahead and then kind of back a little bit uh, just right. quickly. But uh, initially, I want to say several weeks ago, uh, someone saw there was a concept on the weekly update, I believe, uh, at the very bottom. It was a concept for uh, one of the moons. Uh, correct me if mm-hmm. I'm wrong. It was something along those lines. And uh, what it had in the background was something like a nebula that someone realized, hey, this looks familiar, and they found out, well, it was indeed actually a picture. With that portion of that was used, basically a portion of the background was used, and it was from a nebula that someone created for Eve. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh,
3: it was, apparently it was a piece of copyrighted uh, uh, whatever that would be, artwork. I don't, I, I can't, I, I'm not sure about that, um, but I know it was somehow related, you know, related to Eve and a specific nebula there. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, but, some,
1: but what you're talking about is you're talking about the nighttime sky, right? Correct. You're not you're not, you're not talking about um, anything more distinct than uh, a, a background of of uh, stars and uh, and some pretty
3: colors. Know, pretty colors. It, you know, it was not the foreground. And, and, uh, it wasn't anything else. It was literally, and you, and you can tell. You know, someone did a really good kind of uh, you know. Um, kind of what was this is a gif movie types of things like that where you'll have it you'll know, show how it was phased and it, literally it was a portion of the background i mean they use mm-hmm. it to kind of color the background a little bit is basically what it was a you know, small portion of it so whatever um so that was an issue kind of popped up on reddit for a few days as that being you know, you know whoops someone used a piece of copyright info were you aware of this Uh oh mm-hmm. and you know and then there was a big there was a kind of some follow-up of people saying look it's you know you know, Eve creators aren't throwing a big hassle about it. It's not something it overworked up. Whoops, you know, party foul, no big deal. Right. Uh, then, several days later, or a few weeks later, I think, what, this was, I want to say, or mid, midway through last week, something like that. I think this one came to our attention. Same difference. It turns out there was a stock photo from, I think, um, oh, shoot, I can't think of the, the, uh, where it was from. Doesn't really matter. Essentially, it had a watermark on it. And mm-hmm. if you actually, and then... Uh, you know, someone found the actual, the actual piece of, you know, of, uh, of, uh, stock foot or whatever, that stock piece, whatever that is. And, mm-hmm. uh, they actually showed once again, you know, someone did some kind of gif on it where it showed an animated gif where it actually showed where the watermarks are and you could see it. And it was a piece of asset, I believe from a uh, cubby blast, like the background of where you put the guns on. I mean, something just, I mean. Ridiculously small. I mean, it's, it, was it was
1: like, 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 a, like a,
0: a sale banner. Exactly. Like, you know, sale price. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, it's the best price guaranteed. It's a little tiny right. Exactly. Okay. Very small a little, like, special thing.
3: Ticket. You really had to look for it. Uh, does that matter in copyright stuff? Probably not. But in terms of overall impact, I mean, it's something you could easily whip up again and probably, you know, someone could do from scratch in probably you know 20 minutes. Well, know who's the, we,
1: was it ever determined who the owner of that? Because if if it's a stock photo, if it's a stock photo, um, do we know that CIG did license its usage? And that we don't I to say yeah, it's very we possible
3: don't. they did. However, typically when you license that, you don't get the watermark, is my understanding. Mm. Okay, um, I could be wrong. Someone correct me if I am. But typically when you buy stock stuff, you actually license it. You that's the whole point. Is that's the reason they put the watermark on there to kind of you know you know notify people? Hey, look, this wasn't paid for. It's got the watermark on it.
1: Oh okay because um, well, I, I google searched on on that you know on the text of that image and found just literally dozens of very similar images um, uh, you know and they're from from stock oh yeah yeah s- it's fo- photo stock uh, uh, services I
3: guess yeah it really seems to be very prevalent and I don't know if it's a real issue or not honestly, I really don't I'm not sure well, if that's it, something I have to watch out for if it's really just just people finding something to talk about.
1: Well, yeah, but it's it's kind of like I mean, this is that was not someone lifting something creative, you know. That was I mean, it's not a pretty image, you know. I mean, no, it's, it's, it's a stock not photo. A, it, I mean, it's what yeah. you, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it, it was not like somebody somebody stealing somebody else's art, you know. Like, wow, this really makes Cubby Blast pop. Like, no, yeah, exactly. No, that's not. It was it, to me. It occurred like a placeholder, if anything. Yeah, and
3: that's that's what I took from it too. They're probably trying to you know zip it up a little bit, make it look a little fancy. And someone said, "Hey, get us something you know that you know looks like a sale thing." All right, sale photos, blah blah blah. blah. There's one. Go for it. Fantastic.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, that'd be my guess. Now it could be that someone was. I mean, it could. Uh, who knows? It could be someone was was, was you know taking uh, taking some shortcuts they weren't supposed to. Hoping no one found out, and they did. Mm-hmm. And you know maybe that's a maybe that's a good thing. That the community brought that to attention. Uh, however. Mm-hmm. These things tend to get blown way out of proportion too, oh, yeah. so. Yeah.
1: Well, and, but then I think an important difference between the two things, and, and um, uh, in chat, uh, John uh, brought brought the uh, the Eve image uh, controversy uh-huh. uh, to our uh, our collective attention, if you will. Um, but I think a significant difference between the two is that the um, the one the Cubby Blast one is actually in the Alpha game. You know, is actually in the alpha game. the 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 image uh, of the moonscape with you know some structures and whatnot with the uh, with the uh, the nebula background. That's just a piece of concept art. That's not even something that's been rendered into the game.
3: Correct. It's more like a hey, this is a, well, it's a, just that it's a concept. It's a proof. You know, hey, can we do this? this does this look cool? Yeah, something like that looks cool. Awesome.
1: Yeah. This this is an idea. Cause now, now, do you guys remember from? And I don't. It's God. It's probably maybe even been more than a year ago. When they were showing us how they construct the style guides for the ships.
3: Yeah, it's Pinterest.
1: Um, and they had, they had you know, like so for some of the ships they would have, like, um, we want uh, the interior to look uh, sort of, um, you know, like on the 890 jump. They want the interior to sort of look like uh, a certain kind of restaurant or something. So they would show, you know, stock photos from inside a, a bunch of restaurants. And, and I forget which ship it was. Where they were, they had different kinds of automobiles, and they had all of these stock photos from these automobiles arranged. And this is, they take all of this information and they use that as influences for um, for the style guide, for you know, for developing the in-game assets. They're not lifting the uh, the, or they're not creating in-game assets from you're not lifting you know, other IP and and turning that into an in-game asset. They're instead you know setting up. Uh, uh, sort of a gallery, a context, if you will, uh, that influences how the in-game assets are developed. So, um, which I, you know, I've, I've never done this kind of work for a living, so I, I don't know. But that seems like a reasonable way to go about doing it. I would assume so. I
3: think what we need is some professional input. So anyone that does this for a living, comms at firstcast.org.
0: <laughs>
2: I would, I would guess. Um... Not understanding the full extent of it, as I think we all agree, um, I would oh, expect- no, no, no. I would I would assume that this is probably not a very big deal.
1: Yeah, well, you know, I, you know, and then and that sort of leads me to my last point is that if if these are the things that the uh, the internet internet currently has to rage about, you know, I, I would have, and I'm sure Cr knows about this. I'm, I'm guessing that in some weird way he's kind of actually like pleased. It's like you know if this is what the trolls are focused on uh, then i can i can safely return to uh, return my undivided attention to finishing the game you know this is not something i got to manage you know this is this is just nonsense
3: hmm. my he, opinion. he's going to climb back in his programming hole <laughs>
0: is that where programmers live i think holes?
3: so in a programming hole's true yeah, yeah they have
2: I'm program- pretty sure. holes holes specifically well, like, uh, I mean, like, like hobbits yeah
0: they like i don't say more like more like tractor spiders oh they just come scuttling out every now and then wow, with, their, a, with a little bit of code, and they just dig themselves back under when they're done. It's a terrible visual.
1: It's
2: yeah. a
0: terrible visual. Yeah. Those, poor, those poor, poor programmers.
1: Well, um, the you know, I, I know that this has been a bit of a thing. I, the guys over at the Relay uh, podcast, they mentioned this very briefly at the end of uh, one of their recent shows. Um, so I, I guess it, it's out there, um, and, you know, it's it's – like I say, this is just an example of one of the things that captured my attention for, you know, a uh, half an hour at work while I should have been doing something else. So yeah, Exactly. Uh, yeah. In order to purge it from my system, I had to bring it here. So there it is. All right. And then, Mark, one last thing before we let you go, uh, before we bid you adieu, before we say goodbye. Um, you brought this other uh, bit of knowledge to us. Um would you care to uh, introduce and explain it? Sure. So there
3: was a an article, or an interview with uh, the co-creator of the Expanse books, uh, kind of writing, uh, Ty Frank, I believe. Yeah. Oh, look at that! It's in your notes. Fantastic. Makes it so much easier. Uh, it was titled "Why He Hated uh, Mass Effect 3 and Star Citizen, what uh, kind of both of those? And the interesting thing, or why he liked Star Citizen, pardon me, about <laughs> oh. Star Citizen, and then also why he hated Mass Effect Three. There we go. Um, there you. Go. More or less, what it really amounts to is that um, turns out he's a gamer. Uh, he had mm-hmm. some fans actually buy him a, a Star Citizen package. Mm-hmm. And he went out and gamed someone and really enjoyed it, thought it had a lot of fans. And, and the interesting thing was, he said, you know, if he, he'd actually, the way the Expanse, the books had actually begun, was that he was trying to make an MMO. Uh, and they'd actually been doing uh, kind of to that regard. And, you know, they just didn't, it wasn't the right time. I think 2003, 2004, it just wasn't the right time for that sort of thing. It wasn't really possible with the technology. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... You know, it was one of those things where he was doing a. Incidentally, uh, he was uh, uh, kind of a Dungeons and Dragons, a role playing group, and uh, kind of pen and paper. And as the expanse, basically, as he was uh, you know, running the campaign, people would ask him about things. Well, how do these trading work? How does the uh, what do these people think about this? If he does this, and he was filling in all these gaps, and then eventually they came, they were you know, kind of came to the conclusion. Wow, we should we should write this down. This is this is this is good. And that's what they did, and it turns out, you know, it worked out very well for them. So, um, the interesting thing was is that he said, you know, he kind of sees the expanse as, you know, it. it uh, and, and I'm not, I'm not going directly. I can't remember exactly what it said. Essentially, it's the the the, uh, the effect of, uh, he feels like the expanse would be a great expansion for Star Citizen, is what it yeah, amounts ooh, to. Yeah, yeah. Like if it, it. were, an, it feels like a Star Citizen expansion pack. So that's. Uh, being that it's a very popular show, it's picking up kind of that same regard as the um, Game of Thrones has been. Mm-hmm. I mean, not not quite the extent, but I think it's getting there. Uh, that's to have someone like that say, hey, Star Citizen, you know, and, and kind of put it out there it is, I think, a very good thing for the game, for sure. Uh, and then as far as Mass Effect 3 goes, basically he hated the ending, like 99% of everybody else.
2: I was going to uh, say, yeah. as so I-
3: welcome to the club. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, But anyway, fantastic thing. And, oh, as far as the books go, they are amazing. I'm on the fourth one, I think. And it's Mm -hmm. just, they are a very, very good read. I read a lot of sci-fi. I read a lot of fantasy. I read a lot of just about anything you put in front of me. And um, these are definitely worth a read for anyone that uh, that has the opportunity to.
1: Is it a universe that you would like to play in? It is. Okay. Yes. Okay, so... You think you you uh, you can see uh, it being a Star Citizen expansion? Oh, yeah. uh, fairly fairly easily. Yeah,
3: it's got some very very uh, similar. It's got a very similar feel to it. Um, okay. The approximate. Uh, it's a little bit. It would be like Star Citizen before the expansion, before the, the uh, before they found wormholes, uh, or oh. the, the jump gates is basically what it is. That's kind of what you would picture it as um, in terms of like kind of how. how it plays out it's like hey they're kind of crowded they're trying to figure out you know the different um, uh, factions are kind of crowding in on each other a bit and they need that you know they need the expansion to be available but uh, I wouldn't I don't want to ruin any any major interesting plot points for anyone that hasn't read them but it's uh, or obviously uh, before the second season Uh, so yeah but definitely work So definitely and, were and have
1: they done a good job with the television
3: show? Uh, the television show is, uh, what they've gone through through so far is pretty much right to the book. The first book, which okay. is excellent. So that means it okay. really should carry along uh, pretty pretty consistently.
1: Okay. okay. Yeah. Are, are, are you a Game of Thrones uh, fan,
3: Mark? Oh, yeah. Oh, you kidding me? I read those, I read the uh, Game of Thrones, I started reading them in sixth grade. Fifth grade. Oh, wow. Oh, yep, okay. when the first one came out, and then I would have to wait like five years to read the next one. So I, mm. and then I would re-read the first one, the second one, when the third mm-hmm. one came out, and then you know so forth and so on. So I've read like the first one probably twelve times. now. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. just about.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's I, yeah. my the reason I ask is because I'm I'm feeling a little gun shy here because I I don't want to go through another another situation with uh, show and book series going in parallel um, because I'm I'm not happy with the way things have gone with Game of Thrones and I'm, I'm and I'm I'm almost like at the point where it's like I don't see the point of either of them like concluding. You know, it's, it's like, oh, so what? Which story yeah. do I believe? You know, you know what my it? problem
3: is I have a hard time remembering which one's which. I'm like, wait, did he do this and that and do the other thing? Wait, then how does that play out? in the other, well, Game wait. of
1: Thrones is the fantasy one. Expanse is the science fiction.
3: one Well, no, I mean, I mean, Game of, uh, I mean, Game of Thrones the book and Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones the books, the the, the uh, Song of Ice right, and Fire, no, whatever I, it is, series. I got, I
1: got you.
3: Yeah. In and the and the and the, and the show, yeah, they kind of branched a little bit at a couple of weird spots, and I found myself saying, "Wait, did that happen in the book, or didn't it happen in the book?"
0: Yeah. Well, it can still be good. They are uh, um, the books are still very good.
3: I enjoy the show. They are not the same. But then even even you know. George R. R. Martin has said you know they're not the same. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, Well,
0: that, that, that and, kind of scares me. Yeah, as a full metal alchemist, as an anime did the same thing. the The manga was like five chapters in, and the anime basically reached to where the manga did, and then just went well. We're making this stuff up now. And they just went off on their own path and the manga went one way and the anime went one. They're both fantastic, but they both tell very different stories. And there's some bleeding over, but they're very different. And I think I I don't see a problem with that, honestly. If you're if you're comfortable with them like being sort of mirror alternate universes of each other, it's, it can be really interesting sort of commentary on how characters behave back and forth. Mm-hmm,
1: yeah. So, um, now one last point on the Andromeda, um, I, a friend of mine that I work with was, uh, was saying to me uh, about the end of, of Mass Effect 3, he thought it was actually really brilliant in the way that the ending of Sopranos was brilliant, in that there were so many possible interpretations... And uh, he has read also read something uh, that he believes leaves open the possibility that though Andromeda is not connected to one, two, and three, that its story will fill in some of the um, uh, the ambiguity, or it will you know, fill in some gaps. of the, amb- yeah. uh, the ambiguity
0: in uh, in the original trilogy. What say you to that? Well, can I step in on this one? This go for the- it. Mass Effect. I think maybe maybe edging out Halo, Mass Effect may be my favorite franchise at this okay. point as far as gaming franchises okay. go. That are, that are currently in production. I mean, also, we were on a Star Citizen podcast, but, uh... Um... The, the, the fervor over the ending of Mass Effect 3 primarily was over how little explanation there was uh, in the original ending. For those mm-hmm. of us who might have played it, or who, who remember playing it when it came out in 2012, the ending, um the original ending had just sort of like a series of images, some, some vague suggestions as to what happened, and no bigger details about what happened on Earth, or what happened to the characters, or some questions about how did people survive or not. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of sort of sort of finicky directly related in-universe in- questions that if you had finished the game, you went well, that doesn't make any sense. How do we explain X, Y, and Z? And so... After lots and lots of fan uh, outcry, and there was a whole campaign, like in, which included uh, color coded cupcakes. If you want to look up the the fervor wow. on this, it's, it's worth it's it worth included reading. Cupcakes? Like cupcakes, no. no. Hundreds hundreds of cupcakes were sent to Bioware as like protests. <laughs> That's
3: just creepy. I wish someone was, would protest to me with cupcakes instead of yelling in the front of um, my ear. That'd be great. <laughs> so
0: <laughs> it's not bad. Uh, so so Bioware eventually released an extended cut DLC that was free. Uh, that basically uh, alleviated a lot of those concerns. Explained a lot of what people were concerned about, like what happened to the characters? Did they die? Like did they starved to death? Like what happened? Like a lot of these sort of questions that, that the end, the original ending did not explain. Um, and so that was a lot of the first. Personally, as far as I'm concerned the extended ending of Mass Effect 3 does a good job in trying to sort of patch up the sort of mess that was left from the end. Most, pretty much I'd say 95% of that game is fantastic. It's just that the last like 10 minutes are just like, what are you doing? I'm so confused. <laughs> um, uh, as for the, uh, the stuff from Andromeda, I'm actually really excited for Andromeda. Yeah. Everything I've seen for it so far has been fantastic and I'm I, I was one of those people that was like and and Mrs. Ace will tell you. Uh, when I finished Mass Effectory the first time, I was just sort of like in a fugue for like a few days. It's just sort of like, what is what is reality? I'm so I'm so lost. Uh, I'm really hopeful for Andromeda. I'm not a huge fan on all of the pre order incentive bonus stuff, but that's EA for you. They mm-hmm. always do that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm really hopeful. As for where it takes place. Uh, from what I understand, it takes place during and after Mass Effect 3. Correct. What? I thought it was after 2 or during S- and after 2. Well, the problem it, it, may, it, may be, it may be 2, but the whole idea is that in pre- preparation for the invasion of the Reapers or, or possibly during the invasion of the Reapers, I'm not sure where, where that actually falls from, they send out this arc because the, the, the underlying thought is, what if we don't survive the Reaper War? And so they build these arcs, and they say, "All right, do you go to Andromeda? Because if we don't survive, we need some sort of continuity of the human of of the galactic the species of the Mass Effect universe." So they build these arcs and they send them off. And while that's going on, Shepard is is kicking butt and taking names uh, with the Reapers, and possibly I would I would assume maybe the Collectors from from Mass Effect too. And then of course. That probably is the prologue, I would guess. And then that the main game takes place in Andromeda 600 years later. Uh, and it's a clever way of basically saying the ending of Mass Effect 3 was so wildly varied depending upon what you chose, mm-hmm. depending upon what sort of scenarios happen. I mean, whole, whole species either die or live depending upon what you chose at the end of the game. Mm hmm. So, so Andromeda may end with
1: Princess Leia taking the data stick and flying away. Very yes. possibly.
0: It's, it's basically yeah. Which it, would it, be not amazing. all the, Yeah, I mean, but I mean, it, it leaves it leaves that whole. It avoids having to deal with that conundrum by just abandoning it altogether and going to an entirely different environment, while still like acknowledging the species and the universe and technology of the previous games, because all that information is still comes with you when you make it to Andromeda. So, that's the there's there's your your lowdown.
1: Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, guys, I, I think we we sure managed to fill up an hour.
3: We do oh, that. Yeah. We fill whole hours all the time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, the only thing left to do is to please go to engine.com. They are the quick easy and free solution for hosting your community website. That's dot n.com. Be sure to check out Star Citizen, the base radio at, uh, we don't know where. You can try radio.starcitizenbase.com or thebase.sc, I think, was working for a while. But one of those places, just Google it, find it, listen to it. It's good. Uh, you can find a broadcast of one of our shows every Saturday afternoon there, among other really high-quality Star Citizen-themed things. Check out the new INN. It can be found at Network, where you can find articles by... Our very own Paladin Dietrich. Check it out. It's good. You can reach the podcast, comms, at versecast.org. On Twitter, we are at VerseCast. Be sure to use the hashtag TGWS. Our RSI, Star Citizen Organization, can be found at versecast On Steam, we are those guys with ships. And please do be sure to check out our gaming community website. It is versecast.org. Gentlemen, it's time to grab the bull by the tail and look him in the eye. My name is Gleep, and all of my contact information is in the show notes.
2: Oh, My name is Jimmy, and uh, you can find me most chatty over at Twitter, uh, over at Jimmy Croker. And uh, you can also catch me every Thursday night, uh, 9 p.m. PST, uh, doing my show Quantum Drive on the base. Uh, I'm usually live streaming, so I am in uh, the base uh, Twitch channel. I'm in the uh, Those Guys With Chips official chat channel over at RSI uh, and I'm also in our Discord. Ace? Uh,
0: Good night, Gracie. I'm Ace (laughs) uh, Azamine. You can find all my information in the show notes. I will admit, since moving, I have been taking a bit of a reprieve from from the Team Speaks, but I'll be getting back into it. Um, So come find me here. Message me on Steam. Come say hello. Uh, Glad to be in the new apartment, finally. Nice to be settled. Uh, the shelves are put together, so it's it feels lived in, finally. Uh, so uh, come say hi. Uh, mark? My
3: name's Mark. You can reach me at madcow1001 at gmail.com or mark at firstcast.org. Uh, and very quietly, I'm going to ask my girlfriend to marry me next week-ish. <gasps> so, so next time I might be engaged. She just sleeps in the room so I have to be quiet will,
0: will, anyway will there be will there be a very first cast wedding very
3: the very first cast wedding brought to you by slurm no uh interest so anyway <laughs> that'll be happening at some point
0: brought together by a soft drink
3: what's <laughs> it's slurm it's delicious uh yeah uh, other than that uh please send all of your hate cupcakes. To my address. Uh, I prefer red velvet, but I won't turn down a good party confetti vanilla kind of flavor. With uh, please uh, only uh, what's that? Uh, oh man, the icing—the one we all love—and don't tell me you don't
1: uh, sour cream.
3: No, it's the cheese type with the with the uh, with the stuff with the uh, whatever you know. The icing don't cream some, cheese don't the cream cheese icing, not the crappy stuff. All right, okay, done. That's all I got. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. Until next time, then, we are Those Guys with Ships, and this has been the Versecast.
2: See you guys. Bye. I'm, Actually, I forgot my name is Mr. Blossom. I'm <laughs> 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 <to laughs> baking.
3: I'm just drooling right
2: now. I'm thinking I'm very well
0: cupcakes. All right, there you go. It's there nice. you go. Check in the chat. It's from the old Coca-Cola. it's not
3: cupcakes, I really don't want to see it.
0: It is. It's cupcakes.
3: That is ridiculous. That is literally cupcakes. <laughs> so you. What? Oh. Like, hey guys, here's cupcakes. Now you have to change the game. I'm
0: so mad at you!